0: Are listening to the Weekly Geekly? I don't know. The Weekly Geekly is pretty cool. I'm a counter culture podcast.
1: And welcome to another episode of the Weekly Geekly. As always, I'm the weirdo with the beardo, Lucian, with a fresh new haircut. I'm feeling fly as fuck today.
0: It's looking great.
1: I feel like I look like a like a YouTube influencer. Yeah, you you do know it. what I mean? Yeah. I had I was I was telling Maddie this before the recording I was like nervous about my haircut and she cut my hair she buzzed the sides and kept the blonde on the top and with my beard I was like damn I look like a skinny ass Jake Paul and like the lady cutting my hair just, like, fucking cracked up and, like, had to walk away for a second. I was like, okay, don't make me look like Jake Paul, though, because I don't want to fight people. It was pretty fun.
0: You look great. Well, thank you. Wonderful.
1: Thank you. Oh, man, you're just blowing up my ego right now. If you couldn't tell, Maddie's sitting here with me today. Hey, Maddie, how you doing?
0: I'm doing great.
1: Hell yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm glad you're here. It's just me and Maddie today. Um, the guys are a little busy. Dusty's getting ready for a gig. Uh, Nate's schedule kind of got flip-flopped. And Zach is uh, kind of feeling, feeling a little under the weather. So I figured we'd talk about a movie that we both recently watched on Netflix, and I think this is probably going to be like one of the more serious reviews that I think we've done on the show, just because of the nature of the movie.
0: Yeah, the content of it. Yeah,
1: like we usually do, like you know, superhero movies or horror movies or stuff like. We've not really done a movie that explores what this movie explored, so I'm excited. Uh, obviously, you can tell by the title, we're talking about "Don't Look Up." Uh, Which is the new Netflix movie by Adam McKay. Um, And I thought, right off the bat, I didn't know what to think walking into this. Because they make it pretty clear what's going to happen. Like, from the get-go. You're like, oh, okay, I I know how this is ending. But it was like, everything up until that point was crazy, you know?
0: Right. I was really impressed by how many big name actors they got. In the right. Movie. I was like, wow, Netflix is getting big.
1: Oh, yeah. I think they were saying this is the biggest movie they've made just because of the actors. It's like Meryl Streep, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Jonah Hill, Kid Cudi, Ariana, Ariana Grande. Grande. <laughs> yeah. Like just the list goes on. crazy names in this movie. And I think that if you look at all the stuff they've done so far, it makes sense that this is the movie. That has a star-studded cast because it it does have some pretty relevant themes, uh, especially given the fact that they were making this movie during COVID, during the pandemic, during the the height of everything that's been going on, which I think kind of lends itself to like another meaning in itself, you know?
0: Right. Because
1: this one was like about climate change or or it was a contrast to climate change. Uh, pretty much if if you guys aren't aware this movie uh is about pretty much so jennifer lawrence is a is working on her doctorate she's an astronomy major um and leonardo DiCaprio is like her her professor and one day she's like looking in this huge hubble telescope and sees that there's an asteroid coming to earth and she's like holy shit this thing's like 11 miles wide like it's gigantic it's a it's a planet killer is what they call them and so they do the math in the beginning of the movie. And what I thought was really cool was Leonardo DiCaprio figures out it's going to hit Earth, but then like just kind of keeps it under wraps effort. Like he didn't want to tell his students. He was just kind of like, oh, we'll figure this out tomorrow. Ha 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 ha
0: ha. Yeah, he was nervous. Yeah,
1: which he plays that character really well. I don't think we've seen him play a character like this before. He's always like the handsome, star-studded, young like guy in the in the lead of the movie. He's never really like the nervous nerd
0: right no I I thought that was good I I liked that representation Mm
1: -hmm. you texted me right when you started watching it and you're like I love how he portrays having that social anxiety and having those worries because you can tell he has like little ticks and little like nervous habits
0: yeah it was difficult for him to explain things or to speak you know to people (laughs) yeah
1: or even just speak candidly at all like it was really really well done um but I, man, it was such a, it was almost a bummer. This movie was a bummer in a good way. Like it was meant to be because if it wasn't, it wouldn't have done its job. Um, I think it's, it's a big lesson in humanity and a big lesson in like feeling helpless in the world and to the system that we've created. And I thought it was so important to watch this movie, but I also thought it was so fucking funny.
0: Yeah, no, they did it well. I, I definitely was angry though. Like, yeah, you I didn't expect like- <laughs> that. I didn't expect to feel so angry. Yeah, I, I went into it thinking like, oh, the why did they charge us for snacks like yeah, this is yeah. funny. this is so funny you know? yeah, but by yeah. the end of it i was like livid
1: yeah you I were texting me more than you've ever texted me in your life you were literally sending paragraphs about like the movie and how you felt and like we were having this like huge philosophical discussion about like the world and the times we're living in and i was like damn this hitting her hard and almost at a certain point i kind of felt bad telling you to watch this movie because was like oh i don't want her to feel that way but it's like it was a. It was for a reason. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm. I feel depressed now. It was like, oh God, it's like made me realize all these really shitty things about like humanity and like our our culture. You know.
0: Right, and um, it's not like these things are invisible. You know, no. it's, they're like obvious. Yeah, But totally. also, when you see it in a movie so blatantly, mm-hmm. it's angering. It's
1: right up in your face, and there's like yeah. nowhere to hide from it so like they find this asteroid they're like okay it's gonna end the world we're all gonna fucking die in six months and 14 days and their first thing that they do is they go talk to the president who's played by Meryl Streep and I don't know if you caught this as well I think you did because you were texting me about it it's very Trump she played a very Trump president you know what I mean and even the fact that like her son was her chief of staff just like his son was like his chief of staff like very mirrored the last presidency and and how things were handled then. And I thought that was really cool. We haven't seen that in a movie yet. No one's really done that. I mean, SNL had like people playing Trump forever, but it was always in this funny context of making jokes. It was never like a serious thing. So it it was really kind of shocking. They go to the presidential office and what, what first pissed me off is they made them wait like seven fucking hours to talk to the president. Like they kept pushing it off like, Oh, we got other things to do. And you're like, dude, the world's ending. Like get the fuck in here and talk to us about it.
0: Yeah. Like listen, listen to them. Right. They have something very important to say. Yeah.
1: And so they get with their, their head of their science uh, division and they go in and they tell them about it. They're like, we're going to die in six months. And, they didn't care. They didn't. They just kind of like, well, we're just going to wait and observe and we're going to we're going to see how things play out and and oh, we'll just we'll just kind of ride the wave and all that. And that's like the last thing you want the president to do.
0: And didn't they have an upcoming some kind of election or something? happening yep. With. uh that was more important or more pressing for them.
1: Yeah. Like she was running for president for a second term. So her worry was like, she didn't want to freak out the public because she didn't want to lose the election. And it's like, dude, there's not going to be an election. You're going to be dead in six months. Like what the fuck? The whole world's going to die. So it was was really jarring to see how the U S government took that knowledge and then just essentially in the beginning did nothing with it. Um, and it, it kind of got scary in that aspect cuz like then they had to just leave and know that they did the best they could and nothing changed. Right. But then they were brought on like the Today show or this movie's version of the Today show and it got even worse cuz like they're making jokes about it and the one guy goes, oh, "Is it big enough to hit my ex-wife's house and destroy it?" <laughs> and they're literally like, "Dude, you don't you can't just turn this into a story like a spin, you know, like we're dead." And it was just this whole like weird universe where no one fucking cares that the world is ending um I kind of
0: scripted really well yeah that, uh, everything on the the talk show mm-hmm. it kind of seems like what you would exactly see on a talk show
1: yeah they did a really good job of holding a mirror up to society and showing you like this is the way you act this is the way everyone as a whole acts and maybe it's not the best way we, maybe we shouldn't be denying things that are going to change our life in the future whether it's six months 10 years 30 years like we need to start like looking at things as finite and not, not permanent. You know what I mean? Like the way we, we look for natural resources and we expect that they're going to be there forever. We're going to run out of oil one day. We're going to run out of coal one day. We're going to burn through all these resources. And then what are we going to do? You know? And I think one of the big themes in this movie was feeling helpless, feeling frustrated with a system that we have depended on for decades that is not ideal and not really forward thinking to the future but we've been dependent on it for so long that it's like almost impossible to change, you know, we're like in this cycle where we're consuming and we're using and we're destroying, but that's all we really know as a, as a culture and as a, as a people.
0: Yeah. And being the pawns that makes the, the big people have more money. Yeah. It's just like money is more important than lives. And I think that's a big message that is obvious throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, like capitalizing off of the meteor
1: (laughs) oh totally yeah so like they got to this point where they're like okay we can we can send up this astronaut this hero that's gonna like save humanity which was ron perlman uh the first hellboy i thought that was fucking funny and they're like we can send all these rockets up and knock it off course and then we'll be saved and they actually do that but then they like they abort the mission and you're like why are they aborting the mission like They could have saved the world.
0: They almost saved everybody. Yeah, they literally could Everybody almost got saved.
1: Like, and then the last minute, they just call it off while they're, like, launching the rockets, and you're like, what the fuck's going on? And they had this guy who plays a very uh, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos kind of billionaire with, like, tech and all that, who essentially tells them, like, hey, we scanned the meteor, and it's got all these invaluable these super valuable resources on it. If we could send up these super high-tech, like, drone bots to blow it up, we could have it crash to Earth and make, like, trillions of dollars. And so, of course, being money-hungry, the government was like, oh, we're going to go with that plan. But what I thought was interesting was they didn't test any of the gear. They didn't test any of the tech. They just assumed it would work because they want the money. And what we see is, throughout the course of this movie, um, when they when they were on the Today Show, like uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character was in shock. She couldn't believe that they were just making a joke out of it, and she freaks out. She starts screaming like, "We're all gonna fucking die!" And what did the world do?
0: They made her into a meme.
1: Exactly. They made her into a fucking meme, and people started joking about it and like laughing at her. And they even named the comment after her. Comment after her. And there you see this real switch in the movie where she's made into a joke. And Leonardo DiCaprio is like the new sexy scientist. They kept bringing him on shows and bringing him on TV. He was even like PBS, like a kid show explaining the comet, and it was just to sensationalize things. And then the further we got into this movie, you start having like comet deniers, like "Oh, it's not, co- oh, it's not real. It's not coming out." And I thought we both made that connection. It was like that's exactly like COVID. Yes. Like it's yeah. exactly like when this started happening. Back in, you know, February 2020, you have all these people going, oh, it's fake. It's not real. Or we have the, the leading doctor of the CDC coming out and saying this is real. It's dangerous and it will evolve and it will get more dangerous. And to this day, as of the time of this recording, there are still people in the world that don't think COVID is a real thing. And that's just fucking crazy to me.
0: Yeah. And it didn't help that our president at the time was a bit of a denier. Himself, yeah. So, uh, you know.
1: Which is crazy. Yeah. It's like you're in charge of the fucking government and you are misleading people intentionally, which looking on it now, it's kind of funny because now uh, Donald Trump is like a big supporter of vaccines and like doing all the necessary steps. Well, yeah, because you're not president anymore. And like, you know what I mean? It's like one of those things. But it's just crazy. Like there were so many parallels between the real world and this movie. They cared more about Ariana Grande's character and Kid Cudi's character getting back together than they did the fate of the fucking world.
0: Right, the celebrity gossip. Right? It was insane.
1: (laughs) So so Leonardo stays in D.C. He becomes like a rock star of science, essentially. And I thought it was interesting to see his character change. Because as soon as he got like a makeover and got a little bit of an ego, like he left his wife. And he like, was like
0: cheating on his yeah, wife yeah he was cheating he on didn't his even wife have the courage to tell her mm-hmm.
1: she, she just found uh, out
0: found out and was relatively polite about it
1: she was she the, handled that like the, a champ pill throwing but other <laughs> yeah. than that um, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny
0: that was i kind of expected her to just be like oh all right and leave right but i was like oh okay she's she's fighting a little
1: yeah <laughs> stand up for yourself and he like made that choice very clear he's just like well, I can't just leave or you know, I'm happy and she's like wow that was quick
0: Ooh, yeah that was hurtful yeah she was like that yeah. was really
1: faster than I thought it would be
0: yeah I don't know part of me thinks that he had a huge character shift because he understood that the world was about to end yeah like why the fuck not have some fun yeah. So I think that's how a lot of the characters' brains were thinking, like Jennifer Lawrence did mm-hmm. with that dude who she started. Out with. Yeah. Okay. Why does he look like a child compared to her? He does. Doesn't he look? like noticed 16, that. and she's like I don't know. Yeah. Um, she, I mean Jennifer Lawrence isn't like giant, but she looks like
1: she she definitely she looks could older. Be his mom or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Or, like, or at least like older, <laughs> or or like he just aunt looks like or something. A small
0: human. I'm not sure. I think. <laughs>
1: maybe what's a little what's bit of his name? Of he was in Dune. What's his name? Timothy Chalamet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy. He's gonna be the new Willy Wonka too, which I oh, thought no was way. was really crazy. I was like, okay, but uh, yeah, he looked like a little like eighteen year old kid. And you're yeah, like, what he are you like doing with this kid? Like, also the, the end of the world. Huh? The hair that he had was real. It looked like a fucking wig. It did look like it a wig. It looked like he was wearing a hat that had hair attached to it, and it lengthened his hair, and I was like, that's yeah. his real hair? That looks gross. Yeah. Like, the director was saying he grew his hair out and showed the director, and was like, oh, can we use this in the movie? And he's like, oh, yeah, do it. It fits your character. And I'm sitting here going, dude, it did not fit your character. It looked gross. <laughs>
0: like, I feel like that was kind of the point, though. They were, like, these dingy mm-hmm. skater boys, Yeah, and, yeah. And Jennifer Lawrence was like, ew, and then well, it's
1: the mm-hmm. end of well, the world. I
0: guess I will hang out it. with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was an interesting turn that he was like religious. And yeah. And somehow it came to that, I was like, oh, okay. This is. It's like up you
1: wouldn't see topics. that coming initially with his character. Right. You yeah, know, usually so like cool. they're the anarchist, like, fuck the government, fuck religion. But he was like, mm-hmm. not yet. I'm a Christian. Whatever. Yeah. Which was cool. It was a nice yeah. change of pace for the story. Um, right. But at this point, like, so they, they, they cancel the first launch and they're like, okay, we're going to trust this Jeff Bezos character. Um, Who I recognized, uh, if you guys have seen Ready Player One, he plays the guy who made the video game in Ready Player One and then dies. It was kind of weird to see him. He played like a really shy, timid, soft-spoken character, which kind of made him creepy.
0: He definitely seemed creepy.
1: Yeah, like every time he spoke, I was just like, ugh.
0: I was really confused by the presentation thing at the beginning where he was with the little kids and, like, the phone or whatever. I don't know. Do you know what I'm
1: talking about? Uh, I don't think I remember that.
0: It was, like, the beginning of the movie where he's first introduced and he they're, like, on stage doing a presentation and he's with a bunch of kids and, like,
1: there's, oh, like, videos yeah. of
0: the, du- I don't know, animals or something. Yeah, I kind of remember he, that. Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing was just weird to me. That mm-hmm. whole, I don't know.
1: It was really off-putting. I was like, ugh. Yeah, I guess it kind
0: of reminded me of maybe, like, a apple presentation of look at this technology that we have but he was just kind of creepy simming it was like
1: weird that he had kids up there with him they
0: seemed like they liked him they're like oh bye and he just didn't give a fuck he's like fuck off yeah (laughs) Yeah.
1: you're paid actors fuck off but it was really it was really funny in that aspect because you're like damn like the jeff bezos character goes in and through leonardo's kind of eyes we see this presentation with these cool holographs and it looks all fancy and nanobot technology and drones and all this stuff and so after this meeting where they change plans, Leonardo DiCaprio goes back to his friends and his team. And he's like, "Yeah, man, they've got a really good plan. They're gonna solve it. And it's gonna be awesome." And he has like all this faith in the plan because he's kind of buying into this culture now. He's as he starts like cheating and becoming this person, he buys into the culture that they put out. And I thought that was really interesting because so many times in our world we look at something shiny and new and fancy and assume it's the solution and that it's gonna work but 90 percent of the time those things are not tested yet we don't know if they're gonna work we just see a fancy computer screen and think oh that's the new thing you know what i mean
0: right and there's a lot to be said for turning into the people you surround yourself with and i don't know he seemed very like he had his head on straight yeah beginning of the movie yeah and he was like trying to kid himself like oh no it'll work it'll Mm -hmm. work but then as soon as he's with his original team they're like are you you kidding this this won't work
1: yeah they're like dude you know we're gonna die right "Ah." (laughs) and like it was it was i will say this as the movie progressed it got stressful It got more and more stressful as you're watching this. You're like, you can even see the comet coming to Earth now, like at a certain point in the movie. And there's still people like denying it. And at one point they used it as a presidential slogan, don't look up. And there was like the Trumpish rally. And she's like, don't look up. They're lying to us. And all these people were like, yeah. And then they saw the comet and they're all like, wait, you've been lying to us. We can fucking see it right there. (laughs) Like that was nuts. I thought it was really funny how they did that um the humor in this movie really saved it i think mm-hmm. i think if it wasn't funny it would not have been a good movie it would have just been down 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 as it went but like there's a point in the beginning of the movie where they go in to talk initially to the president and this four-star general's like "Hey, you guys want snacks and they're like sure and he comes back with like chips and soda and he's like It'd be 20 bucks a person should cover it I'm like okay cool and then the second time they come back to the White House, they find out the snacks were free. And Jennifer Lawrence's character obsesses over that the entire movie. Like, people she meets later down the line, she's like, he charged us for fucking snacks. And you like knew thought, we were
0: going to find out about it. Yeah. Why would he do that? He's and a four-star general. The guy's like, yeah, guys are weird.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Everyone kind of just shook it off. But she like that was the one thing she obsessed about this whole movie. I thought it was fucking... Uh, that was like the saving grace of humor for this. But man, like, what a weird movie. Um... I think it was appropriate, like, at the time it came out, this came out last Christmas on Netflix, it came out at a perfect time to kind of hit both these points of climate change and COVID, like, fuck, we've been noticing a lot of stuff, to, like, changing in our forecast lately, like, fuck, in here in Nebraska, we just had a tornado touchdown in December,
0: that's never happened. That never happened time in my life that I can ever remember. Yeah. That was insane. And it was really warm. It was really warm yeah. outside. Earlier that day, you were like, it's so nice outside. Yeah, I was like, it's like, like 60 what? degrees. <laughs> yeah, it was
1: crazy. And like, it's like, guys, do you think this stuff is just naturally happening? Or do you think we're speeding it up? And the science proves human interaction with the environment is, is changing the environment. So it's like crazy to think of. I remember when they were... Talking about the comet hitting Earth in the movie, they were like, tsunamis are going to wash over the entire world as the world breaks open and all this stuff. And they were, like, joking about it. Like, the president was joking about it. And I'm sitting here going, dude, I can fucking see that shit happening without a comet. Just, like, crazy weather like that becoming the new norm.
0: Right. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, the, the meteor is very much it's outside of our control. Yeah. But climate change is something that is within our control we mm-hmm. can fix it yeah or at, we, if, it. or at least slow reduce it or slow it down right now it yeah. has almost gotten to a point where I'm not a scientist I yeah. can't say I know anything <laughs> officially um but I think we have been uh, encountering a point in human history that we are can't really turn around climate no. change but we can like help yeah. by not making it a lot worse
1: right if we um, if everything yeah. was to change tomorrow if we were to wake up tomorrow and go green, I think we've done enough damage to the world that whatever's going to happen is still going to happen. But we oh, we could not. extend the time to when that's going to happen. Like maybe even a couple more generations. I saw uh, an article that dictated that major, major, major catastrophic weather changes are coming in 2030. It's less than 10 years. It's fucking nuts. Like, what if the world ends in ten years and we're alive to see it? You know what I mean? Like, that's fucking nuts.
0: Why do you think rich people are looking for somewhere else to inhabit other than planet Earth? Yeah,
1: we're we're colonizing Mars. Yeah,
0: how about we go look somewhere else because we know how doomed this planet is? Yeah,
1: like it's fucking nuts. If
0: they really thought it was worth it, they'd use their resources to help here.
1: And there are—I mean, don't get me wrong—for the other side of that, there are people that are trying. Oh yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio himself is pretty much Iron Man. He, him and Tony, I say him and Tony Stark, him and uh, Robert Downey Jr. invest a lot of their money into new technologies and green technologies and they try to make a difference, but that's not enough.
0: Right, yeah, just a few rich actors aren't really going to change the direction of um, everything. Of industrialized America. yeah, Yeah. Or industrialized anywhere. Yeah. Factories. Um, destroying the ozone layer, you know, yeah. it's just like it's not a one-person problem to solve.
1: Oh, totally. It's just um, weird to think about how like, and it's
0: not the individual people causing no. the problems either. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there's it's big money. Mm-hmm.
1: Which this movie very clearly outlined. Uh, so they try this mission, and this was like the the height of the movie where everyone's like, okay, this is going to work or it's not going to work. Like, if this doesn't work, we're fucked. And at this point, they've like days away from this asteroid hitting hitting uh the world and they they launch all these these shuttles up and they try and they launch like 30 something shuttles three of them blew up a bunch of them get up to the asteroid and attach things are malfunctioning things aren't working properly and you slowly start realizing it's not gonna work like as they're they're all sitting in their mission control booth and stuff the the jeff bezos character just kind of leaves And I was like, oh, if he's leaving, we're fucked. Didn't
0: he say you had to go to the bathroom
1: or something? (laughs) he's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and just leaves. (laughs) And then the president did the same thing. She's like, uh, so do I. And she left her son there, which was the most fucked up thing in the world. Everybody
0: left. He was the last one sitting in that room. He was just like, they'll be right back. back.
1: Yeah, they'll be right back. back. Don't worry. Everyone, it's cool. And everyone's like, fuck this. I'm going to go see my kid. Like, we're going to die. So that's when you kind of knew that shit was going to hit the fan. And it was just this overwhelming dreadful feeling as the movie started wrapping up well of course we know um and if you watched it you know and if you've listened to this podcast you know we spoil movies so i'm sorry but the asteroid hits the earth and the earth just fucking explodes and just crunches into a million pieces and she had met the president had mentioned to leo's character you know we have this shuttle that's going to take off like we can get out of here we're saving you a spot you can bring one person with you and he goes i don't want it i don't want the spot you you just go and have fun with your son and she's like fuck she just remembered her son she's like i forgot my son on earth and the last couple scenes uh leo kind of comes back to his wife and kids and jennifer lawrence and uh timothy's character are both there they're all having this really sweet family dinner and i thought that scene was probably the most powerful scene of the entire movie they're trying to sit there and like have a dinner and pray and like just be normal when they know that literally it's like minutes away and then you can like see it coming like the 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 wave of like fire and eruption is like coming towards their house and they're just there holding hands and fuck it, you know, this is the end of the world, we're with each other, at least that's what we have, and the very last scene of this movie is the space shuttle taking off and go- and leaving Earth, but then outside of Earth, in the atmosphere, you see all these, like, picture frames and chairs and just stuff that was on Earth just floating as the president soars by in her shuttle, I was like, wow, that's a really powerful image.
0: It was, uh, they, they did a lot of, uh, <clears throat> really cool shots of like different people around the world as this is happening. Mm -hmm. And I gave it a really good perspective of like the amount of people that this is affecting. Yeah. And also that ending was just like, damn, it's over. And they were being normal around the dinner table. Mm -hmm. It was really good. The way that they, they did that scene.
1: I also think that was impressive. I also think it's like, it's kind of a talk on human nature, you know, like we think we're invincible. I mean, we all reach a point in our lives where you're you're faced with your own morality and you're like, I'm going to die one day. And, and maybe that's a motivator for you and maybe it's a bad thing for you. But everyone reaches that point in their life when they're like, OK, I'm not going to be here forever. But as but a like society. I think about that like every day. Right. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> one, one day I won't be here. Like, I, I know you, I told you this. Uh, you listening may not know when I hit 30 last year, that was my moment. And I was like, fuck, dude, I'm running out of time. I might not be here another 30 years. You know, like. This could be halfway through my life right now and I don't know it. So it's it's been a motivator for me to do more and achieve more and, and want more for myself. But as a culture, we've, we have this no strings attached mentality where nothing we do is really going to affect the future until it does. And I thought it was nice that they were together as a family at the end. But I also thought like, wow, how shitty that it took the end of the world for all these people to like realize what's important. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like sometimes we don't realize what's most important until we're facing those big questions or those big scenarios.
0: Right. And like, what else would they really be doing mm-hmm. at, at the very end of it?
1: Yeah. I don't think there's any other way this movie could have ended. Like, like
0: what would you do when the meteor is hitting?
1: Oh, I'd drive to your place with my cats and my dog. And I'd yeah. be like, we're just going to, what I would do is I would be like, quit your job. I'm, I'm dropping out of school. We're going to take all our money and we're going to get in my car and we're going to take our animals and we're going to go drive somewhere fucking awesome. And we're just going to like chill with our animals to the beach, to the beach and watch the world end and just like steal a bunch of booze and get drunk while the world ends.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. I want to be trash. For that. <laughs> I'm not being I'm sober. i for, for the, for end the, of the world, world.
1: <laughs> Fuck that. We're, we're stealing handles of vodka and we're sitting on the Florida beach with, our, with my dog and our cats.
0: Do you remember in the movie when that guy's running out of the, the lab and goes, I'm going to go do an eight ball? Yeah. <laughs> I was
1: like, oh, my, was like, oh God. my God. If the world was ending, I'd be like, give me all the drugs. <laughs> like shoot me with something I've never done before because we're dead. Oh well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> someone said, no, don't There's no consequences anymore. <laughs> Fuck it. And, and you no start like seeing today. like the world as the world is ending. People were like losing their shit and like looting places and like doing stuff. And I kept thinking, Why? Why Why not? Why no? But it doesn't. If I if I have a big screen TV because I stole it from Best Buy, why the fuck does that matter? If the world's not going to be here in two hours, I feel like it was
0: less about looting Mm. and more about making a statement. These Mm -hmm. people were angry and they were lied to about what when the world was going to end or what was going to happen or whatever. And Jennifer Lawrence told it to them straight in that bar and mm-hmm. then like chaos broke out. Yeah. We're angry. They're smashing things. They're yeah. leaving their jobs. They're that's that's a real reaction of people who are upset with the system and yeah. were wronged.
1: I, I think that's a very visceral reaction. And I also understand it, but like, man, I think that would be the scariest part of the end of the world. It's like it's pretty much the purge. People are going to do whatever the fuck they want. There's no law, there's no order. Cops would quit. People would be like shooting each other and like just doing crazy shit. Yeah. I'd be scared for that more than like an asteroid, you know.
0: Right. I don't know. I respect uh to a some degree fighting against a system that you it's impossible to fight against, you know. Yeah. So I've, I've had do have a lot of respect in some way, mm-hmm. but not for like random violence against people. I don't think that's, yeah, yeah. you know valid. Oh, totally. But destroying property, you know, yeah, is yeah. another yeah. <laughs> show another, the man
1: what's up. Show you the know? man what's up. Fuck yeah, fuck the man. And this is all that that kind of movie, just like fuck that way of thinking, fuck the system that we're living under, and the fact that we're so dependent on it. Did you know, as a country, we have enough wealth to give everyone a home and like get them on their feet and, and solve, Not, I shouldn't say solve, fix the homeless problem in our country, but you know why we don't?
0: Probably something with money, because selfishness. They, they, the
1: the country wants homeless people as an example for people that are like, I don't wanna work at this job anymore. I don't wanna pay taxes anymore. I don't wanna do this and that and there's no reason I should. Well, if you don't, you'll be homeless. That's like the consequence in their eyes. So, it's like a good constant reminder. You got to grip it and rip it. Yeah. Ooh. For Zach. This one's for Zach. <laughs> but they, they, they leave them around there and they don't help them as a reminder of what's going to happen to you if you don't follow their rules. And it's fucked up. We right. can literally solve the homeless problem tomorrow with all the money we have, but we, we just don't.
0: Right. I don't know about you, but I already have. Uh, I struggle to make ends meet. Yeah and I, I feel like most people shouldn't it yeah. shouldn't be this hard it shouldn't be this hard to pay your bills or to have a place to live there's been times where i've been on the verge of homelessness and Same. it's like just if you're one one paycheck behind you, you get you get behind quick yeah so and then I mean, the consequences
1: like, to that are just so severe and it's so easy for that to snowball you know right what I mean? like
0: most most people i know are closer to homelessness than they are to wealth
1: yeah which is crazy comfortable
0: living yeah it's, it's scary for i don't think it
1: should be people that way in america
0: or just anybody in america yeah who's not rich
1: mm-hmm. which is crazy because america is the land of opportunity everyone wants to come here everyone wants to live here everyone wants to become something here you know there's people coming from countries all over the world to america because that's their dream but then you get here and you're like holy fuck this is crazy like yes it's an amazing country we do have all these opportunities capitalism is a thing but at the same time <laughs>
0: capitalism is a thing Is a you thing. Can...
1: <laughs> i is won't say like it's good idea. or bad
0: okay all right that's an interesting statement <laughs> but
1: everything's a double-edged sword like for everything we have there's so many things that we shouldn't have you know yeah. what i mean like so many systems in place that put people down and only protect the one percent that it may it, it worries me that as we go into this future and as we get into these uncertain times like I could totally see the world ending and them just leaving and saying, fuck everybody else. Like that's completely realistic.
0: Right. I know. I think that's the, the hardest part to face at the end of don't look up mm-hmm. is they didn't win. The, yeah. The, the people didn't win. The president won off in their little spaceship. Yeah. And, and, to some degree, I wonder how they're really gonna make it off in their like little space world with mm-hmm. like ten people or whoever they brought. Yeah, with them. they're like that shuttles I'm,
1: designed to find another Earth, and I was like, Fuck yeah, good you. luck with that.
0: No mm-hmm. one's done that yet. Right. So I would really love to see your your technology that you didn't test uh, do that.
1: Right, because like, the get, technology <laughs> you didn't test to solve the asteroid problem didn't work. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like hmm, I wonder. So I highly doubt that you know that maybe would even pan out. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, but that that's a hard ending to face. Is like. We tried and we didn't succeed. And that was it. That was all.
1: It's just fucking nuts. And like I said earlier, I think that this came out in the perfect time. This came out at a time where we need this lesson. We need to see this harsh reality face to face because there may not be any other way to slow things down unless we're given. It's like Adam McKay bent us all over his knee and spanked us and we're mad about it. You know, you remember when you were a kid and your parents spanked you, you were pissed. But you know what? you probably deserved it. You were doing something fucked up or saying something fucked up as a six-year-old or, like, punching your sibling. And in their eyes, there's no other way to teach you that lesson. Obviously, I'm not, like, condemning corporal punishment or anything. But, you know, times were different back then. Like, I'm just saying, like, I think this was us getting spanked and we're mad about it. But it's like, now what are you going to do about it?
0: I feel like we were already spanked, though. Hmm. Like, the people who are upset about this are the people who are helpless. Yeah. And that they see the helplessness and it's like, what do we do about it? Yeah. It's like there wasn't ever an answer to it. There wasn't a clear message of we need to change this. Or maybe that is the clear message. Mm-hmm. But ultimately the message was that the people didn't change it. Yeah. And they couldn't, no matter how hard they tried.
1: Yeah. Again, we go back to the same word helplessness. You know, you, you could be the leader of NASA. You could be the lead scientist in your field. You could you could be the most powerful person in the world. You're still going to feel helpless to a system that may not work correctly or work for everyone.
0: Right, yeah. Like what do we do now? What's Yeah. Like what's the next step? Like, I think it, that's the, just, a good question. Yeah, it is a good question.
1: Like what do we do now? You know, like we've affected the earth for fuck, well over a century, you know, and we've been changing the makeup of our reality for so long. Is there any way we can move forward? Is there any way we could prolong survival on the earth? Or is it all just fucked? Like, or
0: maybe we just have to hold hands with our family and yeah. enjoy a, a nice dinner until it, it's all over. We're
1: driving to the beach, babe. <laughs> going to the beach. We're driving to the beach, getting some champagne. We're going to pop that shit off and just let our animals run wild.
0: Honestly, maybe it is just a message to enjoy it while you have it. I, I think, think that's a good one. I think my main uh, takeaway that I had to just come to terms, terms with at the end of that evening was i'm going to do my best to enjoy it while i'm here Mm -hmm. and just you know sit in the fire with my cup of coffee yeah everything's fine yeah like
1: the meme (laughs) everything's fine yeah that's totally true
0: (laughs) or just make it manageable Mm -hmm. the manageable pain yeah you know it's like it's not going to go away you can just manage it
1: yeah totally that's a good way to look at it like And I remember telling you my New Year's resolution was, I don't want to let my past affect my future. I don't want to worry about my future. I just want to enjoy where I'm at right now. And I think that's something, as a human, it's very hard to do. You know, we're so wired to think of the future. And we're thinking of, oh, what college are you going to? What job are you going to get? Where are you going to live? Are you going to buy a house? Are you going to have kids? Are you going to retire? Like, there's always something to worry about for the future. But, you know, like... Maybe just stop. Maybe just stop worrying so much about what's coming around the corner and just be happy that you're still walking, you know?
0: Right. I mean, sometimes it's hard to zoom out and look at the big picture. And um, a lot of it's just zoomed in on these small micro details of what's next. But the big picture is very difficult to perceive when you're just worried about how you're going to pay
1: rent. Exactly. It is very hard to, to look in the big picture in terms of anything because we only see what we see, we only experience what we experience, but we don't really get how it affects everyone else sometimes, you know. We don't really get how everyone else is. And like just like you're saying, you know, enjoy what you have now, I think it's also like be grateful for what you have. You may not be in the 1%. You may not have wealth. I'm not saying rich, wealth. You may not you may struggle to pay rent. You you may have weeks where you're not going to eat as much as other weeks, but still be thankful that you can eat. Still be thankful that you can turn the lights on. You know, you have heat in the winter. You got a car. You got pets. You got all these things. We have so much to be grateful for in our lives. Me and you and and all of you listening, we do have a lot to be grateful for. Just don't take it for granted, you know, like, and and don't think that what you have now is what you're always going to have because you could be homeless next week. You or don't know. Or a meteor know. could
0: come next week.
1: Yeah, or a meteor <laughs> could come next week. We don't know, which is funny I saw an article, and I hate saying that I saw it on Facebook, because I don't think Facebook classifies as news most of the time. But they're... I feel
0: weirdly like I get a lot of my news from Facebook, or yeah. just I read firsthand things mm-hmm. that have happened. I feel like Twitter's like that, too. Yeah, They'll have breaking news or top news stories that haven't been released by any kind of, you know...
1: Outlet. And, yeah, outlet yeah so it's like or it's stuff the that they don't want to release yeah
0: right so it's like I, f- I feel like social media in itself can be a news source mm-hmm. although you have to be careful about what you believe yeah. and obviously fact check but, yeah um, click the
1: link see where it came from right and, <laughs>
0: but sometimes it's breaking news the first time you'll mm. you'll see anything is on Facebook
1: yeah yeah like, bless her soul, Betty White passed right before the New Year's.
0: Yeah. Um, where did I find out, out about Facebook. that? Facebook. Facebook. Yeah.
1: And yeah. I, I read an article about how there was an asteroid coming towards Earth, and it's going to miss us by like a couple miles. Like, that's scary as fuck. Like, it could have literally happened right after this movie came out. And they're like, no, it's going to it's gonna go off course and miss us based on its trajectory. And I was like, holy fuck. That that could have ended the world right after this movie came out. And then it would have literally been reality.
0: Yeah, I mean, in, like, Asteroid's defense, there's, like, a lot. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's not that uncommon. No, yeah, there, I'm it, sure it, there's, there's so many. Uh, yeah, constantly big rocks that are about to hit us <laughs> or sort of that, like, burn up in the atmosphere and whatnot. Yeah. So the, that's pretty common for, I think... Once again, I'm not a scientist, yeah. so I'm not going claim, to claim that I be. know a lot. But uh, I think that's a pretty common occurrence for yeah. space rocks to
1: space rocks. Yeah. <laughs> when I went to
0: uh, Colorado over the summer, I went to the science museum there, and there was an exhibit of like meteors that have touched gra- uh, touched Earth. Oh wow! So they had like a little glass box of all these meteors that have
1: that's crazy. Hit Earth. So
0: it they were small. So <laughs> yeah, I'm sure
1: that was really fascinating. <laughs> yeah, though.
0: yeah, no, it was so cool. They hmm. you know they're like shiny space rocks that yeah. have hit. Hit Earth from outer space, so.
1: And you, like, turn around and an alien, like, slug crawls out of one of them. And it's, like, some invasive species that's going to take over the world or some shit. I
0: don't want to talk about it. That's what okay, I worry about. Yeah.
1: I don't worry about, like, big-ass <laughs> asteroids hitting the world. I worry about, like, what is on that asteroid? And should it be here? And is it going to kill me?
0: Oh, Actually, I don't get nervous about that. No? I think aliens are, I don't know, the concept is very yeah. cool. But also just, like... I, aliens have to be real or just mm-hmm. the fact that life exists statistically elsewhere. yeah, yeah it I, has I, I think to they, haven't they found cells places they or found, like the potential for life to exist
1: they found a, a living organism on Mars it was like a microscopic living organism they have found things like that but they've never found like a sentient being from anywhere else but if you look at like statistically we know that space goes on forever it doesn't end and there are other galaxies with similar planets so with the math being what it is there has to be in some other universe another earth
0: or there was one or there will be or one. there will be
1: one yeah. yeah so
0: it's like yeah pretty much it's crazy like, certain that there is. Yeah, and it's like, how do we know that know they're not ahead
1: like, of us in technology? They might have ships that can fly light speed. You, We don't know this. I do you know, know, but that's like, also,
0: like, thinking that they exist at the same timeline yeah. as us. And, like, space is, as you said, expansive. It keeps growing. Yeah. And it's, uh, I'd say, almost unlikely that there is a, some little humans or yeah. something in another <laughs> galaxy far, far away. I just <laughs> want to know what they're like. You know, what do they look know. like? It's honestly probably just, like, some kind of, like, octopus or something. That's
1: <laughs> some in, sentient so. octopus. Which... We just learned last year, um, the UK has now um, officially declared that, uh, I don't think crustaceans, I forget what they they classify squids and octopuses as and like lobsters and shit, but they've found that they are sentient. They can feel feelings and think thoughts. And so in the UK, it's like illegal to boil a lobster now because it's torture. You're torturing a sentient being. I think that's nuts, but we're still going to eat lobsters and squid. We're still going to go get sushi. You know, it's just weird that like now we consider these things to be free thinking.
0: I don't know. I I just think that it's really selfish of humans to think we're the only ones who really matter or have feelings. But animals and pets and other creatures are just as valid as human lives. But Mm -hmm. we just value ours much above because we can.
1: Because we got thumbs. And yeah, we can got speak thumbs. languages. That's yeah. like, essentially yeah. what divides us from every other species in the world. Like we have thumbs, a little bit higher brain function, and we can talk.
0: And we're <laughs> ultimately going to be the ones who destroy the planet. Right. So, I don't know. I don't. I don't think <clears throat> it's a weird dynamic. It is. Yeah, I got power hungry.
1: Have you seen Kingsman?
0: Some parts. The, I know I saw basic, the first one.
1: The basic premise of that was yeah. that humans are a virus and we're killing the Earth. And so the bad guy in that movie's design was to kill a Bunch of people on earth through this microchip so that the earth would like regrow and like re expand and re like be more healthy again. Man, why and does I, that sound
0: kind of smart? Though? I
1: know. I often think that's the best fucking plan and it's horrible because who's gonna want to do a genocide? Nobody wants to do <laughs> genocide. That's not that's a horrible word, but you know what? M- maybe nature's fighting back. Maybe that's what COVID is. Maybe nature's fighting back against humans. And it's like, fuck you. We're going to dwindle I, your numbers. That's
0: why that most Americans died. Out of yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Right. No, well, maybe that's telling.
1: Yeah, it is telling. It's crazy to think we're going down the rabbit hole here. And oh, I kind of, no. I don't know how I feel about this, yeah. but man, this movie just really kind of like awoke in a lot of like different versions of, of uh, an Armageddon kind of thing in my brain. And it got me thinking and it got me, Really, like, A, I was distraught when I first saw this. And then I I thought it was funny. It was sad. It hit so many emotions. But it did really just kind of, like, it was like a big fuck you to humans. Like, this is how we handle shit. We make it into a meme. We deny it. We look into the best way to make money off of it instead of just doing what's right. You know? Right.
0: No, it was very thought-provoking. I also found it kind of to be contradictory because... They hired these big name actors and Netflix is mm-hmm. like, we're going to release a movie about this. Yeah. And show you guys what this is like. But that that's just like adding to the, the I don't know, capitalization of it. Exactly. So they literally way, capitalized off of America's problems right. with the movie. And it's just yeah. like I don't know, it's I
1: don't it's almost like an inception. Like it's just so yeah, much like, layers. Wait,
0: like this is showing it all, but mm-hmm. y- you're like doing it with this. Right. <laughs>
1: Why didn't you release this for free? Why did it have to be on Netflix? You know what I mean? Like if they released it for free, I don't feel like they'd be really taking advantage of a situation, but you're charging money for me to watch something. That's teaching me a lesson about the nature of humanity. Like, you know what I mean?
0: Right. Or just giving you a mirror to look at. Yeah. Also it's, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it in some ways.
1: Same. So like, I gotta, I gotta ask you this then not just as a movie, but as a message, as a product As a lesson, what would you rate this movie from 1 to 10? Not just how good it was, but how effective it is at achieving its goal.
0: Uh, I have mixed feelings about it. Like I was saying, I don't know how much good it will actually do in the long run. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just a movie, yeah. you know. But I, it was very effective in making me feel something. Yeah, I don't think I've watched a movie in a long time that's made me that upset, and I yeah. didn't expect that at all. Because I'm like, oh, that movie looks so good. Yeah, I saw the the preview for it, and mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I'm gonna get me some popcorn and right. sit, sit down and watch a movie. They really played it up the the to evening. be a comedy
1: in the in the trailers, you know, and it it was, but it it was way more of a drama.
0: Well, yeah, the longer I watched it, the more pal- parallels I drew from. Uh, the pandemic and the state of the world and yeah. it just made me more upset to the point where I'm like I'm actually upset while I'm watching this but, yeah uh,
1: I that's didn't... why I felt bad I was like oh man yeah, <laughs> I don't want no, you to I... be upset but I knew it was happening it's funny
0: because I didn't expect that I'm like yeah. oh my god I got angry mm-hmm. um, I
1: remember you texted me and you're like it's it's kind of shitty that the only thing we could do about this problem was make a movie about it
0: yeah yeah and I was like <laughs>
1: damn that's heavy like that's the heaviest thing we've said so far about this you know like it is. It's it's shitty that we couldn't put all the millions of dollars that we made into this movie to try to solve something right, or at least make it something? better. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah.
0: Money isn't going to go towards actually helping people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I'm being.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're looking in terms of the one percent. Then yeah, right. No,
0: I, yeah. I'm uh, guess being I'm being cynical and also just uh, inquisitive. Yeah. Because I I did have quite an emotional reaction, but mm-hmm. ultimately I'm wondering how, like, what how much will that do?
1: Yeah. I guess we'll have to wait and see. So as a movie, what do you think? One to ten.
0: I'll give it an eight. It had great scripting, great actors. I can't can't deny that I did enjoy the movie. Mm -hmm. And there's not a lot of movies that would give me that kind of reaction emotionally. And it's thought-provoking. I could talk about it for a long time. Yeah,
1: and it spirals so many other conversations, as you guys have heard here. In the last like 20 minutes, we've been going off on tangents, which is great, and I love it. But yeah, it does it does spark a lot of debate and conversation, which I think I think that's step one. You know, I, I think waking people up to harsh realities is step one, and really getting people to understand and not just poke fun or or whatever our our first instinct is like to sit down and have a serious discussion is the first step and there's so many people that have denied, 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 climate change, COVID, all this stuff for so long. You you can't really do that anymore. It, the facts are there, they're in your face. You can't just keep denying what's in front of you, and this movie showed you that. I'd, I'd probably give it an eight as well. I think maybe an 8.5 or a nine. Uh, I'll settle on a nine, I think, because I think it set out what it meant to do it was really funny. It was a dark comedy, I would say. And it, it made me think, which if, it, if a movie can make me think, I think it did its job. Mm-hmm. But that, that, that one out of ten I didn't give it is because it, at the end of the day, you're like, you, you, I do feel like you profited off of this. I do feel like this wasn't the best thing we could do to, to prolong our life or, or to make the world better. It was a good step. It was a good first step. But now what are we going to do after this? You know what I mean?
0: Right. I I mean, in the past couple of years, I felt very helpless and angry and upset. And I can't tell you how many journal entries I've written about wishing we could somehow change the system. And I feel like watching the movie just reminded me of years of pain I've been building up and thinking about. And I, like, forgot about it for a little bit. And then Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, there it is again. There's my anger. There's my uh, desire to change things, you know? So it also i thought pointed out you know like who's in charge and who we mm. listen to and the, the media and the people who give us our news and our information and it, it points out you know some valid ideas about oh, yeah. like what's the truth
1: yeah because the truth, isn't, is the truth isn't always the truth you know sometimes the truth has a spin on it or it's spun a certain way for a certain reason you know yeah, like,
0: that, at that point that's not the truth
1: yeah I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, man, if you guys haven't seen this yet, I know we just kind of spoiled it for you the whole time. But I still think it would be fully worth a watch because if... If you know anything about this movie, you know how it's going to end. But it's not about the ending. It's how they got to the ending. It's like it's like people with Lord of the Rings. There's all these people that are always like, well, why didn't they just use the giant eagles to drop the ring in the volcano and just skip all that? It's not about the ending. It's about the journey. That's so true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not about cutting to a solution. It's about how you got there. And I think that this movie is a big testament to that. And seeing the way these characters change, seeing the way things evolve and come full circle and and how people really would react and and how people would act towards the end of the world. It's very jarring. You know,
0: I'm honestly surprised there wasn't more crying and freaking out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Me, too. That's a really good point. <laughs> I would
0: sob all the time.
1: I don't know what I would do. You know, I think I would have this sense of freedom. You know, like we were saying, if nothing matters, then you can do whatever you want. You know, yeah.
0: like I think the remaining time here would be cool, but mm-hmm. like the death part's just a little uncertain. Yeah, like ooh.
1: I think I would what probably. I would be like, I would go steal a school bus, and I. Are go, we
0: changing the story?
1: Yeah, we're changing what we're doing now. Oh, okay. School I'd, bus. I think I would go steal a school bus. I'd I'd go pick you up. I'd go pick up Dusty and Kayla. I'd go pick up Zach up and Melanie. We'd go get your parents and all your family <laughs> that lives in Bellevue. And then we'd go get my parents. And then we'd just find somewhere for all of us to hang out. And I'd be like, Dad, you're smoking weed with me. <laughs> like, Dad, we're getting drunk as shit. We're going to oh have a God. huge party until the end of the world. We're going to hang out. could probably do it on my parents' farm. And just everyone's hanging out in no, the No, we're same. going to a beach. Yeah. But, I mean, Listen, it depends on the time frame. If, the, if we have, like... Ten hours? We're not getting to a beach, babe. Like, <laughs> right, but they
0: had six months. Yeah, i so We, but I'm we have like, a lot of time to travel and that's have true. to have some that's good experiences true. without the fam. Well then
1: why settle at the beach? Let's go to fucking Rome. That's you know?
0: there's a beach there.
1: Is there? I'm horrible at geography. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> you look at me like I'm stupid. Like, okay, fine. We'll go to so. we'll go to other beaches. <laughs> But I think it'd be fun to just have like you know a big event a big thing with the family and everyone just hang out and do whatever you fucking want no judgment whatever like I feel like that's how we would probably spend that but yeah the beach is a great idea but yeah uh, we I would highly recommend this movie to all of our listeners it's definitely something I think everyone should watch it's one of those movies that uh, is is doing something for a reason even if that reason isn't the best reason, it's like the best reason we have, you know, and I think once you guys watch this, you'll agree with a lot of what we're saying. Like, it's its really, uh, it's jarring, it's crazy, and it's scary, but there's a small sense of peace, you know?
0: Yeah, and I, th- I think it does, you know, probe people to ask important mm-hmm. questions, and yeah. it, it, again, it's thought-provoking, so... Yeah. It got the job done. It's a good movie. Yeah. I think it's definitely worth seeing.
1: I hope it motivates people to live their lives. You know, I hope it motivates people to take chances. To go, go after do cheat things. on your wife. No! You got this boot? <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> you do you, Leo. <laughs> like, no, that's not what I meant. I meant, like, you know, if Just you found out you had six months to live, what would you do kind of a thing? You know, like, I think that's how we should always be living. We should always be living like we have six months to live.
0: Uh, yeah, we should, but we you don't. Know? I know. I'm but you
1: saying. know what?
0: It's it's a good thing to try to put into practice. Yeah. It, it's a practice. It's
1: very hard to do given the system we've been living under, but it's something that you can do a little bit every day. You know, you can, right. you can appreciate things every day. You can live like you're dying every day and, and try to find more in life than just the mundane and the day to day and the responsibilities and the paint of taxes and all this shit that we have to do. Like there's more to life than that. And I think that's one of the themes in this movie for me is there's just more to life than what we were told there was.
0: Yeah. And that can encourage people to take a chance when they wouldn't otherwise.
1: Yeah, totally. So yeah, I'm really glad I watched this. I'm really glad you watched it too. Mm-hmm. I know you were super excited about it. It was crazy to see how you were like, reacting to it it was it was kind of like interesting to me to see your reactions as you were watching it i remember like i was like text me when you get to this part i want to know what you think you know what i mean it was it was really cool so i i really appreciate you digging into this with me
0: yeah for sure
1: yeah i love having you on this show
0: i enjoyed being here It was great. hell
1: yeah i'm gonna make you a a, a correspondent
0: Oh, that's fancy. Fancy
1: title. Ooh. I'll swear you in like a knight.
0: <laughs> Please do. Wear that sword.
1: <laughs> I don't think I have a sword, but we'll use a kitchen knife. We'll find a sword. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll use my deli knife. But. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on with me. I appreciate you talking to me about this. Yeah. It's, it's been it's fun. Very, yeah. We'll have to do another one.
0: All right. Another we'll, movie we'll review movie. or something. Yeah.
1: And uh, we're, we're brainstorming a new show idea on the Weekly Geekly with Maddie. So stay tuned. Not sure where we're at with the idea or with the execution of it. We might have some new stuff on the horizon for you guys.
0: Exciting.
1: Also, do have to take a 10 second moment of silence in all seriousness. Um, A good friend of the show and a previous guest, um, Rob Bruce from AMC's comic book men, better known as the pop culturist, the literal best collector in the entire world like he had the biggest collection of pop culture items in the world uh, sadly passed away he was found in his uh, New Jersey storage locker maybe about uh, two days ago um, so Rob Bruce we will take a 10 second moment of silence for you All right, guys, we appreciate you for tuning in to another edition of the Weekly Geekly. Get on Netflix, go watch Don't Look Up, and you know what? Put something in the comments. Tell us what you thought about it. We'd love to hear from you. But as always, I'm the weirdo with the beard illusion, and with me, the one, the only...
0: The Madeline. Thank you for listening to my rants.
1: Hell yeah. Your rants are awesome. Now get out there and go live like you're dying. Good night, geeks.
0: Good night.